the South Congress podcast. Hey, so before uh, we get into this interview, um, one section of the interview that was cut out was where Andy and I were talking about uh, specific situations with specific WrestleJoy writers. And, you know, after we recorded, you know, Andy kind of looked back on it and was like, hey, you know, I these writers have already had people in their mentions and in their DMs, like attacking them and coming at them. And I don't want to contribute any further to that. Um, and as somebody who, you know, writes for sites and has had to deal with harassment from people who have read things, um, I definitely understood where he was coming from. You know, not everybody is built to go back and forth or just has the time or energy to go back and forth, you know, with people who tend to take issue with your writing or your opinions. I totally understand that. So, you know, maybe at a later point, I end up talking to some of the writers and see exactly where they stand on it. But um, that portion of this interview was cut out. Um, Definitely interested to hear what you guys have to say and how you feel about it. So I won't keep you any longer. Here it goes. The South Congress podcast is a lifestyle show that sometimes crosses over into mature territory. The views expressed are those of the hosts and guests who come from different backgrounds and experiences. Listener discretion is advised. Okay. All right. So, so we're rolling now. Um, this is the South Congress podcast. My name is Cameron. Um, you know, we don't normally do shows kind of in the middle of the week, but um, something that I found really interesting, something that kind of played out in real time and, um, you know, something I feel like should be talked about if for no other reason than, you know, it involves, um, kind of a passion and pastime I'm involved in. It involves my guests too. And watching this thing kind of play out in real time and knowing how these things work, it's rare that you get to actually have a conversation about them. Um, so, you know, my guest on this episode is, uh, Andy Nemity. Andy, I got your last name right, correct? You got it, man. Right. Andy Nemity. Um, and it's weird to say from, because I don't know if it's still this situation. Um, Andy Nemity, who was at least at one point, um, one half of the team and the couple that makes up WrestleJoy. Um, so Andy, before we jump in and start to talk about anything um can you let people know just a little bit about you and about uh wrestlejoy as far as you know what it is you all were doing what it is you represented how it came to be um just wherever you want to go sure we can do that so wrestlejoy started off as a shit post that's fact (laughs) so here's what happened right so i always have you know sort of mocked and made fun of wrestling journalists because they make up shit and then they act like they had sources or whatever. So I said, I was shit posting, and I said, you know what? I'm going to do this, too. I'm going to do this, too. So I said, it was before a Dynamite. I said, I've got inside sources that there's going to be a huge surprise on Dynamite. And it got picked up. Real reporters were retweeting it. Like, everybody believed this shit. And I'm just clowning, man. So uh, I keep, like, putting out little hints, like, there's something going to be happening. A little bit in my head, I'm, I mean, I'm just shit posting, so it don't matter. But a little bit in my head, I'm like, man, what am I going to say when this dynamite happened and they know, you know, nothing happened? Yeah. So, so uh, dynamite comes, and that's the night that uh, the revival or, or FTR debuted. People started retweeting it like crazy. Big reporters started following me. I'm clowning. I mean, I'm making jokes this whole time. Uh-huh. Like, I'm just having fun. 
And then uh, Snowden, uh, Jonathan Snowden reached out. Mm-hmm. He was like, dude, we could, we could like actually make something. Yeah. I go, really? Like, I'm, I'm just clowning. He's like, yeah, we can make something. I go, well, I mean, not like I can build it. He said, yeah, yeah, you go, you go build it. We'll do, we'll do this thing. Uh, and I'm like, all right, you're going to have to come up with a plan because I don't got a plan. Okay. So I build the whole thing in a week. And it was some hard work. You know, I'm, I'm just rolling. Mm-hmm. And I, I build the whole thing in a week. Snowden ends up being the, uh, you know, the good writing of it. So he had like <laughs> high bar for writing, which like nobody can hit but him. Absolutely. Like, like, and if you guys like aren't super familiar, uh, the most recent thing that uh, Snowden did was the Ken Shamrock biography. Yeah, um, fantastic biography. Which I purchased. Uh, yeah, really good stuff. So this is like, you know, we talk about, you know, wrestling journalists. And, and in fairness, like, I would say there are three or four or five, right? Like journalists. And then you do have people who are, you know, news guys who have built platforms who are really great. But for sure. 90% of the people who claim that title aren't really doing a thing. They're either getting lucky or faking their way to what they're doing. For sure. Like, I'm absolutely with you on that. But no, having him kind of as the uh, as the backbone of what you're doing is going to work. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And like, so much of it was his idea. Like, in the sense of like, uh, you know, how many write or how many writers we would have, how many podcasts we would have. Like, he was the, the intelligence of it. I was the doer and Amy was like the joy. Right. And so we're building this thing, not even knowing like what it's going to be. We're still in the joke. And then what happens is, is that as we're building it and as it becomes real, we go, wait a minute, this ain't a joke. Like we got to come up with like a real thing that we're doing. And so I don't know. I don't remember whose idea it was. I think it was mine, but I said, here's the deal. Okay. I'm not a positivity guy. You'll hear everyone say right now, I'm a positivity guy. I ain't. I, I always say I ain't, and I've never been one. I'm a, a, a prevent negativity guy. Okay. I just don't want to see some negativity. I don't think anyone can try to be positive. I just don't believe it. So mm-hmm. for me, it's just keep that negative shit out of my head, right? So I said, here's what we're going to do. We're going to write articles where it don't matter how negative or positive any of our writers are. All we tell them is, you go write what you love. Just focus on what you love. Don't focus on what you hate. And that's that's how WrestleJoy started. Okay. And the interesting thing is, you know, I've seen, and this is certainly not to diminish what you guys have done on that end, but I've seen people, like, grind for years and years and years to 20,000 followers, right? And then you guys do this for really less than a year, I want to say, and it jumps up to that point. So um, real quick, we've been six months. Okay, for sure. We wrote out a list of goals in the first week we created that site. We passed all of them in a month. We passed every, like, goals you couldn't even imagine. Mm-hmm. It is crazy. Like a fucking supernova, man. Sorry, go does ahead. That, yeah, and, and does that, um, and, and of course, like, that's that should be applauded. Do you think that that creates um, extra pressure, or were you guys just kind of rolling with it? Like, okay, this is where we want to be. Like, this is good. No, nah, there was no pressure. So like, so like if we get into like what, what actually happened. So like, um, like the finances of it, right. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know. I, see, I'm a naive motherfucker. So I didn't know how other sites worked. I didn't know how they pay people. So I said, here's what we're going to do. We're going to have a Patreon. We're going to have a, a merch thing. And I built them both in the same week as we built that site. Mm-hmm. And I said, all the money gets split between them. We ain't mm-hmm. taking a dime. 
And what happened is, is that the first week that was 400 bucks and it was like, we're paying every rider 35 bucks, baby, mm-hmm. which, you know, to me is good money. Especially, and if you've, um, and not, not you, Andy, specifically, anybody listening to this, if you've done any type of freelance writing for like any type of publication um, or, you know, a website, $35 in a month is actually pretty good. Like that's not even <laughs> 35 um, bucks for one article. Oh, for an article. Oh, even better. Like, like, no, absolutely. It like, was that's, a month, but most of the yeah. people wrote one article. No, understood. Understood. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It wasn't about volume. No, no, no. That That is absolutely ideal, especially in this ecosystem, for sure. For sure. Um, and, I, and I'll tell you, um, even though I did read through um, a lot of the, uh, you know, the op-eds from people who decided they weren't going to be under the umbrella anymore, yeah, we they never complained about money. And I, we'll get there, but actually, money one did. was not... One did? Okay. okay. One did, and we're going to um, talk about that, too. Go ahead. Okay. All right. So, so, okay. So, so let me ask this. Um, there is a perception about your brand and every brand has a perception, right? Um, and, and I say this as somebody who I kind of make it a point not to read a bunch of articles or look at a bunch of graphics and stuff from another wrestling site, because I don't want to be guilty of, yeah, I don't want to be guilty of that influencing my writing or the things that I say. You know what I mean? Like it's never a disrespect thing to somebody else's really? site, but you you end up, you know, kind of latching on to what somebody else does, and that creates all type of new problems. So like I come into this saying I'm not super well versed on on exactly like what the barometer is at WrestleJoy, but this is what this is what people say. People okay. say wrestling joy is afraid to say bad things about AEW. That's what they say. And again, this is not me confirming it. I have not read enough or looked at enough to ever say that that's the case, but that's what people say. How do you yeah, respond no, to that? That's not true, but it is like kind of true in one sense. Is that we went, we weren't saying negative shit about anybody. Mm-hmm. WWE, NXT, TNA, like whatever. We weren't saying negative mm-hmm. shit about anybody because that was the whole idea, as I told you. Is it we going to... If you, uh, what I told one of our contributors who hates AEW, and I brought everyone in who who hate AEW, I brought them all in. I was like, I didn't care. I said, look, if you can't write about AEW, write about what you love. All I wanted, all I wanted was you writing about what you love, not what you hate. So it, well, it nothing was about AEW. I swear to you about that. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So let's, so let's do this. Um, I want to, before we get into this, right? Yeah, and this is not something, and it's funny because I don't th- think it's something that you're particularly guilty of, right? But I do think that when people find more success, like in this space that we agree in, and people start to get connections, and people start to be cool with wrestlers and things like that, I do think that there is a fear of saying something wrong about a wrestler because you don't know. Who's friends yeah, with who? Right. Who feels yeah. like their family? Who's dating who? Like you don't know any of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, yeah. I do feel like there's a fear of that. Okay. So when um, I first saw the tweet that you kind of were rocking with, I didn't take it off the rip as wow he's gone off the deep end. On first glance, I was like wrestling guy agreeing with a wrestler, right? So it, it, and I and I heard that. Yeah, that's not what happened. So let's, Okay, and I and I hear you. I hear you. 
let's step back from that and, sure. and you kind of talk about the tweet you saw, how you responded to it, yeah, and just the first few reactions of what you saw. All right. Just like you said, uh, you, you don't read wrestling news because you don't want to be impacted by it. Mm-hmm. I don't read wrestling news because I don't like it. It's just a difference. I, I just I, I am bored as shit by people talking about wrestling. Okay? So I don't know what the story is in the world. I don't know what the the Twitter timeline is talking about. When I come on Twitter, I am just seeing shit and reacting to shit. See, I feel like a lot of people, they, they first read and know what the story is and then they respond. I don't do that. I just, I just talk. So what happened was, is that I guess there was a Shanna story and I didn't know about it. Okay. All I saw were two tweets about Sean and those two tweets were talking about wrestling and how to bury her. And I go, okay. I mean, I don't know what's going on, but okay. Then I saw a tweet of uh, somebody screenshotting a message she sent to them. Okay. And I read it and I said, that sounds normal. Ain't nothing weird about that. I'm like, why you, you know, so, so I retweet it and go, why are you guys attacking this poor woman? She, she, there ain't nothing in here. That's crazy. Like it's, it's a, it's a, it's a possible reasonable conclusion. Shit's real in France. So, there, but but I didn't know enough, right? Like I'm just I'm just I just go on Twitter and I'm just like boom. And then what happened was is that people that were Muslim or POC or just whatever that understood the story that I did not mm-hmm. started, uh, you know, going that's fucked up. Yeah. And the pe- and the people that were just fucking railing me off the bat, I just muted. But there were a lot of people who were just talking. And they were yeah. saying, dude, you don't understand. And one of the narratives was I didn't listen to people. We took it to DMs, man. Yeah. I have, we went eight pages, 10 pages. I was talking to Muslims. And one of them, I'm, I'm not going to, you know, I don't, I'm not going to, um, I don't want to go too far, but I'm going to say what we talked about. Mm-hmm. So she said, I know Shauna. Okay. I know her boyfriend. I know her trainer. And they're all, all right. Yeah. I go, Damn. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm like, damn, I, I, I. I had no idea. I wasn't defending her because of a wrestler. I've been in, uh, like, I love politics, my dude. This was about, this was strictly about the topic. I didn't give a fuck about Sean. You know, I, I still don't. I don't care. I don't even like her as a wrestler. Honestly, like, if we be real. But I was just like, oh, I want to know about this. And then I was like, I was told that I was wrong. I go, okay. Okay. And I went to bed. And I woke up. And I said, you know what? I spoke at a turn. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to learn about this shit. Mm-hmm. And I spent this is Saturday. I spent the next four hours watching documentaries about Muslims in France yeah. and the uh, critical situations they go under. You know, there was a woman who wore a burkini and was actually the cops came and took her away from the beach. And now she's scared of the beach. Yeah. I watched uh, France 24. I don't know if you know what France 24 is. Uh, it's the uh, dominant, at least on YouTube, French uh, French channel. I watched what they had to say. I watched, uh, so this is a, a lot about, I don't know how much you know about this. I got canceled over French immigration policy, which is yeah. the funniest way anyone could get canceled in the world. Um, so so this is, uh, in part, the current situation is due to Charlie Hebba. Do you know what that is? Yes. Uh, that's that's the uh, the publication company, the news company that dude went in and shot up that one time. I'm familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they published a picture of the Prophet Muhammad, okay? Mm-hmm. 
And so there were terrorist attacks against them. This was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Well, they got a whole bunch of their people killed. And I watched a documentary on that, too. Mm-hmm. I got to hear the voices of the people who had their friends killed. I listened to all that. And then uh, they decided to re-release uh, and do it, basically do it again. Mm-hmm. And that's where some new terrorist attacks came. So I was just like, man, you know, it's rough on both sides. This shit's complex. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what Shauna said. I don't, I don't, I don't know. And I was like, you know, second somebody gives me some evidence, like, we good. I, I apologize. Yeah. Somebody, somebody provided evidence. I apologize. It was, it was real simple. I think what's difficult about a situation like this is, you know, you guys built up a platform that was large. And so when you reply, I'm sorry to one person, the three people you haven't, re- oh, oh, for sure, for sure. But yeah. the three people who didn't see that on their timeline still got a problem. And then. Sure. But I didn't that, know there was a problem. Yeah, Remember, no, 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 I didn't see any of this. And I'm with, I'm with you on that. Yeah. So, so. Again, me coming to it late, um, here's what I think people wanted from me. And okay. this is just, this is what I think. I think, and, and Andy, how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? 39. You're 39. Okay, so you and I are roughly the same age. I'll be 35 here pretty soon. Okay. So I remember where I was on 9-11, right? Yeah. I remember my junior year, you know, I where remember. I was on 9-11. Um, and I was also lucky enough to go off to a college with a strong Muslim population, right? And so, you know, this is in 2003, so I get to see how people respond to Muslims post 9-11 pretty regularly, right? So I think that you as somebody, if I was 16, you were like 20, 21 at that time. So I think as Americans, especially now, we hope that people immediately see the parallels between the Muslim struggle overseas to the Muslim struggle here based on what we know. You know what I mean? I think that one thing that people absolutely do expect is for people with large platforms to have all the information. I'm I'm certainly not saying that's fair, but the things that, and I, and I say we, you know, you and I, as far as personal accounts, roughly the same amount of Twitter followers, right? People do expect us to just behave a certain way and um it's something you know that me and you dealt with you know something that i thought was a joke right something i thought was funny and was actually harmless you and i had to have a conversation about why it was dangerous you know and it's the same thing And, and here's the funny part right as soon as you told me it was a dangerous thing you never heard another crazy word out of me right nope but on the flip side, you still got people who chose sides on that who still don't like me. You know oh, what I'm is saying? That true? It's absolutely true. It's absolutely. Uh, sorry, true. I don't know this. I'm sorry, dude. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It's not for you to know. That's the thing, because because this is the thing. You can adjust, and don't let me speak out of turn. Your wife can adjust. Like y'all can both feel differently about the situation once there's understanding, right? Yeah. But people carry stuff, you know, because. Not only do they internalize it in the moment, but they feel like they have to stand steadfast because sometimes they feel like you're doing it just to be nice. Like you're trying, you know, to wave the white flag. Well, just 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 being cool. Being cool with somebody they felt like wronged you. Like they feel like you're being the bigger person. And they're like, well, if they're gonna be the bigger person, I don't have to do it. I can still be mad about it. You know what I mean? Like that, that I, don't, that's, I don't know that I really understand. Like, well, this is what I this is what I mean. Okay. Yeah. 
So, like, um, me and you and I had a disagreement. There are still people who, once that disagreement happened, still people who have me blocked on social media. Really? Still people who say bad things about me. Oh, for sure, for sure. Damn, and I dude. understand. I'm so sorry, man. No, 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 no. It's nothing for you to apologize about. I think that's the whole point here. Like, that's no, just I think it is, though. No, 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 no. You're not responsible for how somebody else feels, especially when they can see that we interact. You know what I mean? They're choosing to hold on to that. And, you know, it's not it's no sweat off my back. You know, like I if anything, I appreciate the loyalty from people like I ride with your team. You know what I mean? Like that's that's the way this works. Like I'm the same way in real life with my friends, you know, just because they forgave you doesn't mean I'm going to smile at you and be cool with you in public. I, I don't work like that. So I understood that part. But but to bring it back to what you're going through, like there are people who are just going to have an impression about what you all built about you all's enthusiasm, about how you carry yourselves. And so when a bad thing happens that they feel like exposes the character they believe to be true, they're going to ride with it. All right. So let me tell you this. So, so I, I did find something that was like a real succinct version of the thing that we talked about. Okay. Uh, it was, a, it was a six part tweet. It says, Shanna tweets racism. The AEW front defends the indefensible. People of color were pissed. Andy kept trying to power tweet out of it, making things worse. Some writers for WrestleJoy quit, and everyone's piling on. Now, I think, for the most part, I think that's fair. Now, let's I talk don't. about... Okay, so the fourth part is the thing that I think is where we might disagree, right? Where it says you were trying to power tweet out of it. Well, that that's definitely a disagreement. Yeah. I didn't I, know shit was going on. And, and, and that's, that's exactly what I'm saying, like... In me talking to you, like, and I want to tell people this too, I'm absolutely not defending Andy because Andy's a grown man. Like, it's for Andy to decide to explain or for Andy to be like, I'm not talking about this. I'm going to let it go. This is what I think. People want you to apologize a certain way, right? Okay. Not saying that's right, not saying that's wrong. No, that can be fair, but what what kind of apology? Because I ain't about to lie. For sure, for sure. But the fact that they had a problem with the tweet, and then the next day, you're like, I'm watching documentaries and reading books, and here's what I learned. I think people didn't like that. I understand I that they didn't like that. I didn't know I had an audience, and I'm, I'm yeah. just a human living, man. Yes. Like, Absolutely. I, I, Absolutely. I don't know what to tell you, but I, I, they, they, this was one of the things. Is like somebody, I think it may have been D, uh, somebody was like, I said, you know, this is fun. I'm having fun learning. And they said, how the fuck are you having fun? Mm-hmm. And it was like, what What do you mean? Like, how's this a thing? Mm-hmm. Because I enjoy, like, here's the reality, dude. I, uh, I'm, I'm in t- computers and tech, right? Every day I'm wrong. Every single day. And what you learn is that it's okay to be wrong. The only important part is that you fix the problem. Mm-hmm. So I'm living under a world where, I, I mean, being wrong ain't no problem. It's do I figure it out and do I learn from it? Mm-hmm. So I didn't realize I was doing anything to anybody. If I would have known, I would have shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I, I, I don't. To me, it wasn't like a you didn't present it as something that you were going to be dead right about and everybody else was dumb. Like, it wasn't that. Um, I think that in a perfect world and it's not perfect for anybody. Right. But in a perfect world. You would have said, yo, I was wrong about this. Um, my apologies for that. 
I didn't know what was going on. I jumped too quick to support somebody, right? Then, well, no, no, no. And I'm not saying you didn't. What I'm saying is, nobody then, saw it clearly, but I did. Yeah, but then you sit back for like a week. <laughs> you don't, and you don't open the app, and then it's like, yo. I was I was tripping. Okay, what's going on? Oh, guys? but but um, see, look, 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 and I got you, and that's mm-hmm. fair. That's a reasonable uh, criticism, right? Yeah. Like you, right? Okay. But I don't know that there's yeah. a mob. Okay. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking I'm apologizing to like seven people. No joke, dude. I'm apologizing to a very small audience. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. So yeah. if you tell me. That like, you know, there there's a whole big ass thing going on and then I need to shut the fuck up. That makes some sense, dude. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know your account is a big account until something goes wrong. That's that's the big thing. Like you don't know people are paying attention until all of a sudden it's like, okay, you messed up. And then people you've never interacted with are all of a sudden like, this is what he is, this is how I feel about him. Like that that's it's the way it goes. Well, um, but this and, came and so, from the same people who who Dragged on the first situation. Yeah. yeah. So I, I had them all muted, right? Yeah, and you told me that. You did tell me that. Um, so, like, uh, so I didn't know that it was the same situation, right? Like, I have no idea. And that's how I kept fucking up and fucking up. And the narrative is that I was responding to people. I didn't respond to a single person. Well, I mean, like, and I have replies, obviously, but, like, I wasn't talking they- to y'all. They took the general tweets that you were making and weren't directed at anybody. They took those personally. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So, I absolutely... And again, you and I have talked outside of this platform. I think that we have... Uh, I have a decent understanding of where you come from on this stuff, right? Yeah. But outside of me and you, outside of the general population, let's talk about these writers, right? Because... Okay. The hard thing there is. Wait, wait, real quick. Before we go to the riders, we skipping mm-hmm. ahead. Okay. Should we yeah. should we not talk about the the white uh, fragility stuff because that feels so, like that was part of this. Yeah, but my thing with that is I don't know what's really to talk about because I, I think we talked about that without calling it what it is, and not even okay. It, it, me as somebody who <laughs> is very outspoken about white people and their shortcomings, right? Yeah. Um. In your case, to me, it was a little bit different because you admitted you didn't have all the information. And to me, that's the first part that people who okay. get criticized for being fragile and white, that's the thing that they can't say. But the very first thing you said was, I didn't have all the information. I didn't know everything about this person, right? Yeah. My biggest thing is, and I'll say this, um, when we talk about it being hard for both sides, like, you know, I can tell you stories about Muslim people I knew who cried on 9-11 because they knew their lives would never be the same. You know what I mean? Um, Getting called terrorists. Um, I I can tell you about, you know, spending time like with like my my other half for 10 years was Muslim. And I can tell you about the experiences, um, like even just the microaggressions that she had to deal with. You know what I mean? Like that that, that is a difficult thing. So again, I, I don't think that you're coming from a place of um, necessarily it's bad on both sides. But I think what you're saying is I shouldn't have spoke on it at all because I understand that there's pain in the situation. You know what I mean? Like that's you, you can't, this thing, you can't take it back. 
because it exists in the world. But I do yeah, believe yeah, you yeah, when yeah. you say you wish it's not something you ever addressed. And so, no, it's oh, not for I, me. And I profoundly yeah, yeah. apologize. Like, yeah. let this be clear. I profoundly, sincerely, with all my heart, apologize. And what I spent the next day doing was trying to educate myself. Okay. So, uh, like, that's what I did. It's weird to say you addressed it too fast. Like, I know that's crazy to say, but that's when, and this is no fault of yours, this is just a system that we live in, to people it seems performative. Like, that's how they're going to take that. Because you immediately... wasn't performing nothing. They wanted you to be, you were supposed to be an asshole about it for three, four days, and then... And then I'm sorry. Back. Like that that that's a hard thing. I apologize. Thing. Like, like I that's didn't not... dance for y'all. I was yeah. I didn't know you were looking at me. Yeah. Yeah. Like that maybe makes... I maybe now I'm not the type of person to to just do shit to do it, but maybe if I knew that people were looking, maybe I would have focused on the apology. Yeah. Maybe I would have lived in the apology so that y'all knew I cuz what I said in the apology, I don't even know if you read it. I said I was ignorant because mm-hmm. that's facts. I was ignorant, so I, I'm I'm really sorry. I didn't know, and I, but but I wasn't defending her because she was a wrestler. I wasn't defending. I read something. It seemed reasonable. I got some feedback on it that it wasn't. I read up. I learned about it, and I said, you know what? I fucked up. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, and. and- if it was only that simple, right? Like, like that's the thing we're finding yeah, out is yeah. it's just not that easy. Um, Clearly. But no, yeah, as far as the white fragility, like, I, I you know, in your situation specifically, um, saying that, you know, I, I didn't have all the information or I had bad information, I didn't know enough, I shouldn't have spoke on it that soon. Like, that's, from, from my standpoint and from people like me, that's exactly what you want to hear. Like, it's that that you want people to say. Um, and then do all they can to learn from it going forward. Again, it just, because people think that your brand is performative when you do something like this, that in anybody else's situation would be the right thing right away. It comes across to those people who believe that the same way, you know, and, and, you know, but, but let me say real quick, uh, there ain't no brand. There never was a brand. That's the hard part. There was a blog. We That's ran a blog. Yeah. Because you are, and again, I, I know you, right? Um, and I've talked to you, and, and it even kind of surprised me, that conversation we had just about, you know, about just being cool. Um, the way that you can have that, that conversation surprised me because me not knowing you, but me knowing your wife, you just have assumptions, right? And as soon as we had that conversation, you know, it adjusted. And so, and I'll say this, and let me absolutely be careful with my words because I'm here for the jokes. But one thing I don't do, um, you know, you don't disrespect a man's wife. Like I've, I've always kind of felt like that because men they kill over that. Nobody should die over this shit. People, if not of your brand, people absolutely have a perception of your wife as being very, very positive and very pro AEW. And so when I say brand, I do think most of it is attributed to how people feel about her, right? Um, And that's that's fine. Like, yeah, I I know that don't bother you. That's the thing. Like, I I know, I know you know. (laughs) You know, I'm not telling you nothing that you don't know. Um, So, so I think that when when I say Russell Joy, when I talk about brand, I more mean people associated with her and the things that she's positive about. 
right? So that's why. You, I, you I didn't know that. You, you're I, telling me things yeah. I don't know, dude. I absolutely think that's it. And, and granted, when you know when this comes out, I know people will hear it. I think that more or less they're going to agree with my assessment of it. Sure, I can I'm not, I'm not questioning you. Yeah, and the biggest thing that happened for me was like, um, you know, all of a sudden the joke that I thought was funny, I couldn't make the joke anymore, and it felt kind of wild when people would like egg me on to do it. You know what I mean? But like once you told me, and I, I feel like we can say this part. Um, and you can let I'll me talk know about any of it, man. I need to cut it out. My biggest thing was when you told me like your family was getting threats. I was yeah, like, okay, yeah. this isn't funny anymore. Like this is actually this, worse this time too. Oh yeah, because this is well. I mean, the thing about that was it was to me, and this is me interpreting it at the time, right? Yeah, it was me interpreting it as somebody who didn't understand the serious points that me and the people with me were making somebody who wanted to make light of that. So yeah, it that wasn't like, it wasn't like, Oh, she's a fucking racist. It was like, yo, she's like making light of this thing. That's really serious. Like, this is so silly. Yeah, that, that's that's totally why fair. I was okay with the jokes. That's that why was totally like, fair, man. Yeah. But okay. So, I mean, this time around, when, once you start talking about things that are, are, deeper than religion that are culture, I'm sure people respond to it in a stronger way, right? Um, are you comfortable talking about some of the things you said or heard, or do you want to kind of leave that out? I'm, I'm only that part out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, I'm happy to, I'm happy to just tell you, but I don't want people searching for, like, yeah, I, that's just something, that. we, we this is too serious at this point. Absolutely. Like, I feel like after this conversation, I'm out. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So that's, that's all. I think, I think, like I, like I told you before, like talking about it and you having a reference point for it, if you ever want to revisit it, I think that's what's important. It's just the why that that matters. Um, we spent 2K of our own money out of our pockets to support Synergy Wrestling. They buried us. Yeah. We spent, uh, well, and I'll say one thing. So we spent 1K on Paris's bumping. Billy Dixon didn't bury us. He was kind and nice. He was one of the people who was real. Now he Fantastic said at the end, show, by the way. Yeah. But, he, he sent a DM because, you know, but he wanted to say, look, I don't know what's going on, but you've been nothing but wonderful to me. Yeah. He's and it was like, dude. Was absolutely. Yeah. He was. So you can tell who's real in this. OK, yeah. Billy Dixon, real dude. And why do we spend one K on that? Because we want to see it exist in the world. That's yeah. what we were doing. See, it's like I don't understand. Like we have a completely different idea of what we were doing. We were just having fun, man. Like this was no business. This was no brand. This was us fucking throwing our money to go have some fun. Okay, so Synergy buries us. Billy is cool as shit, okay? Do you know the story of Noda Ibushi? Yes, yes. And, and you know. So real quick, let me, I, let me I, talk about Noda real quick. Okay. Do you mind? Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. So Noda Ibushi was, we were watching DDT, and we, could, we compare wrestlers, right? At, at the time, at least. We never compared wrestlers after that, okay? Um, we're comparing, uh, you know, race has nothing to do with it. We're just comparing wrestlers. It's just like you compare, uh, you know, Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant, right? Uh And uh, the gear that, his name is Mao, the gear that Mao had on was exactly like Kota Ibushi. And his, his, I think it was his dropkick was exactly like Kota Ibushi. So I was just like, damn, that's that's not Kota Ibushi. And Uh I wasn't, there was no race involved. Uh Like, it's ridiculous. Like, you're a basketball fan or a football fan or, you know, right. Don't you compare players? Absolutely. Is it really that crazy 
to compare wrestlers, especially when they All wear right, well, the exact same gear. Now, here's the thing is that I was upset about this because every time these things happened, I would be like, damn, fuck, did I fuck up? And I was talking to people about it, and I was talking to people about it. And some of the people that was, was uh, talking really aggressively about it said, uh, you know, nobody would do that but you. And I go, okay. So I searched for Kota Ibushi and Matt. And what I found was, is the very person who told me that no one would do it, did it. But they went further than I did. They went further than I did. They said that Mao was Kota Ibushi's son. That's familial. I didn't say no shit about that. I was just talking about they had some gear that was similar. And, you know, that was it. So once I saw that that kind of, you know, that it it wasn't the same. You Mm. could do it, but even worse than I did, but I can't. I quit listening to it and I muted everybody and that was it. So I never yeah. thought about it again. Mm-hmm. Now on that one, do you think do you think that it's wrong to compare wrestlers to each other? I do not think it's wrong to compare wrestlers. I think that when it comes to to Asian wrestlers or Japanese wrestlers, I think it's tough. Um I think that Japanese wrestling and even among Americans has such a strong following that comparing two of them can elicit that response. But again, Andy, the biggest thing is this is me having dealt with it for a while. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this is me having to have been corrected in situations. So, right, but I never did it I again. Did it again. Well, no, no, for sure, for sure. But I, what I'm saying is how many followers did you have when you said it? Uh, not that many. How many is not that many? You know what I'm saying? Like if it's a thousand, Andy, it's a lot. <laughs> well, no, because it didn't, but yeah, it was over a thousand, but, um, yeah. but they, it, it did, it wasn't a big deal actually at the time they were upset that they didn't yeah. make it a big deal. That, it's that okay. they were able it, to do it yeah. now. I made fun of Nicki Minaj one time and they dug up tweets yeah. where yeah. I was 24 talking about suicide. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's, it's the game and it is absolutely a game. So I, I, I got no reason. But you can to say understand you my had, perspective. Like no, I, I absolutely get it. Like I don't. Think, I wasn't trying to do nothing. Sure, but let me ask you. Me telling you what I'm telling you now. How many people have had this conversation with you? That that's the game. Oh, nobody. You see what I'm saying? So like yeah, we gotta, yeah. we come to terms with that. You know what I'm saying? Like and, and Andy to be and and you and I have talked and we talk. Like, do I think you misstepped in the situation? Absolutely. Do I think your misstep would have been as big if the thing you guys had going, if the perception was there, wasn't there? No, absolutely not, right? Do I think that people were offended at how fast you did the exact thing they want you to do? I absolutely think that. Like, like we're not, as far as the, the tweet goes and the support goes and your apology goes, you and I are on the same page about that. I see exactly what happened. And exactly why people thought you were being smug about the whole thing. I see it. I I, I get exactly. And I hear you when you say you weren't. Like, I'm right there with you. But I see why. And then the reason is. Yeah, no. I see why now. It's it's trajectory. It really is trajectory. I see why now. Now, the thing that I think. It don't matter, though. We're we're dead. They killed us. This is really a a celebration of their success. And that's unfortunate, right? Because. Because, by the way, I want to be clear real quick. This is not me trying to sway nobody. It's over. We oh, it don't sound like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, like it, it's like it, it, they killed it. Good job yeah. on them. They they wanted as us since as, the dinosaur lady and, yeah. and there. 
It's done. They as got much it. as I like getting my jokes off, like it was never, and you can even see this like through the things I did. I would never try to mess up your money or <laughs> your connections. Like, like, no, it's oh, not no, that dude, deep. I love you. You should absolutely you awesome, like. Man. You should get you know what you work for. Like that's that's all that. Um, well, no, the only that thing we we were just yeah, having fun. There wasn't nothing we were working for. Well, good. Like, like the fact that this is not something that all of a sudden changes your life, regardless of what you choose to see. Like, that's a see. By the way, this does change my life. I spent 2K a month at least on this thing. I get 2K more money every month. (laughs) Nice to come down a little bit, for sure, for sure. 2K Um, that I was handing to other people is in my pocket again. It has changed my life. Go ahead. The only thing that I'd say, Andy, um, because, again, I know know your wife's passion for wrestling. Like I I, I absolutely see that. Um, I would just say that if another thing happens, if another venture happens, you know, absolutely go into it with enthusiasm, but also, um, and this is a hard thing for everybody to do. Um, you really got to have somebody in your corner that wants you to win, but will tell you when things aren't working and you might have that person, right? You might have somebody who already says, yo, we got to watch how we do this and that and that. But, um, I just think that the next time around, so that you don't have a situation where your character is being attacked, make sure somebody's in your corner that is, doesn't hesitate to tell you if a misstep looks like it's happening. You know what I mean? See, you you damn right. But this was a conversation for a week ago. <laughs> Goddamn right. Yeah, yeah, it would have been nice, right? Um, I mean, I, there's, nothing, there's no more. Like, I, I I'm, think, done, I I'm, I'm done. Yeah. Like, we, we did something... Uh, you know, but nah, I hope that, you know, I, I know you're already on the way out. I know. I hope you man, guys find peace. We couldn't watch Dynamite tonight. we tried to watch that's Dynamite. What, that's what got me. My wife that's was That's what crying. got me. Yeah. When you told me, like, we're not even watching. I'm like, oh, it's like the biggest show ever. What do you mean my, you're not watching? Well, like, because we put on the, it started with the Battle Royal and my yeah. wife starts crying. Yeah. Like, this is just facts. Like, so here's the reality. I said some dumbass shit. I didn't realize that I was be- digging a hole deeper and deeper. I apologize, not loud enough or not correct enough or not in the right way. A uh, D asked me to read a book. I said, okay, I'm on a Sunday. I ain't doing nothing. I read the book. That got me in more trouble. Then Sunday I find out. I'm like, oh, shit, let's talk to everybody. Find out the whole thing's blown up. And then, you know, AEW is completely distanced from us. They said, fuck you. They copyright striked all our videos. They uh, took us out of the media calls, which we've all been in. Like AEW said, fuck you. Uh, and like this is like all in the last couple of days? Yeah, two days. Shit. So the only, so I mean, I could name all the people who've been real. It's very few people. Kel, Nyla's wife, real as yeah. shit. She is a real person. Billy Dixon, uh, he, you know, whereas Synergy, we, you know, we take care of them and ask very little from them. And they bury us and talk about, uh, you know, joy or whatever and say we're shit. Billy Dixon is a good man. Says, you know, you've been right by me. I appreciate you. Solid that's all we ever wanted. Me. Sorry, I'm, so I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Absolutely. I, 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 it's rough to see it all happen that fast, man. Like, like genuinely, that, that that's a lot. It really is. All right, this is South Congress podcast. A very special episode. My name is Cameron. I want to thank my guest. Andy Nimity for coming on and speaking with me about the situation this last week. And we're out. Want to support the show? Want a specific topic, comment, show, or movie discuss? 
Supporting the South Congress podcast on Patreon allows you to dictate the conversation. Visit patreon.com slash Seahawk for details on how you can support and guide the show. 